Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. All right, it's me, Carol, with more Remarks Podcast. Of course, you know that already. I had recorded uh, about a 10-minute segment earlier, but I deleted it, about how a ex-Navy SEAL who happens to be gay taught me how to use my firearm. And some other stuff I had talked about, but I decided to delete it and start over for various reasons. My question is, if this is July 4th weekend, and usually patriotic, and to me it is Independence Day. Uh, but I saw a social media post that has me puzzled, and I just, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> the social media is, a, media post was about this young couple. I don't know if they just bought their first property, their first home, or if they're renting this house or what, but they said, our home comes with a flagpole. Obviously, we are not putting up the American flag. But what about these choices instead? And they went on and listed some funny, cute, silly flag options to choose from. None of them were offensive, but they were funny. You know, no flags that I would put up in my house, but, you know, to each their own. Uh, But why would they obviously not put an American flag up? Are they embarrassed by the United States? Um, Do they find it the American states to be offensive? in some way, or are they afraid they would offend their neighbors in some way? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. But my question, other question would be, if they lived in France, would they put up the France flag? If they lived in Germany, would they put up the Germany flag? I mean, every country has its flag. So if they live here and are residents here, and our citizens here, why would they not put up the American flag? Now, again, to each his own. I get it. We are in a totally different world than what, you know, I grew up in. That's for sure. No one is patriotic anymore. Everybody seems to be in fear of a lot of stuff. And they find American history to be horrifying even though we've gotten better and we've learned and, you know, you learn from history. Hello. But anyway, let me tell you, let me move on. Let me tell you what I'm watching. I'm watching The Offering on Paramount. And it's about the God, the making of the Godfather. It's very enjoyable so far. Obviously, they've taken some creative liberties with this show, with this series. Uh, I read an article where Francis Ford Coppola said, uh, that's not exactly how I remember it going down. So still, it's entertainment. It's, it's entertainment. Okay. I like it. Speaking of entertainment, I also like to listen to audiobooks when I'm at work. Cause when I'm at work, we are allowed to wear our headphones. We can listen to music, whatever. Um, and I like to listen to audiobooks. And here are some of the authors that I like. Renee Rosen, she wrote Park Avenue Summer. Bryn Turnbull, they wrote The Woman Before Wallace. 
Candace Bushnell's One Fifth Avenue. Of course, I love anything by Nora Ephron. And yes, I am totally aware that she was a very much a liberal, but an old-fashioned liberal nonetheless. And I understand she probably went off the rails on the Huffington Post quite a bit, but I still like her work. And I'm allowed to do that, okay? <laughs> right now I'm reading a book called Still Me by Jojo Moyes. J-O-J-O-M-O-Y-E-S. I'm sure I am butchering her name or his name. I don't even know if it's a girl. I'm assuming it's a girl. Um, they have, yeah, it is a girl because I looked her up and it looks like a girl to me. Okay. A woman. <laughs> she has several books out, but that one, this one is good. However, it does have a little bit. This is my dilemma. I'm very picky about what books are like. That's why I told you the authors. I still have some more here. It's like, um, Kristen Harmel, The Book of Lost Names, and I read a trilogy, The Paradise Trilogy from Ellen Hildebrand. So those are the kind of, oh, and then Adriana Trijani, I forgot about her. She's like my very favorite one. She wrote the Big Stone Gap series and she, a whole bunch of other, uh, The Shoemaker's Wife. I love, I think Adriana Trijani is my favorite author, American-Italian author, my favorite probably. And Nora Ephron. But anyway, so the book I'm reading now, Still Me, by Jojo Moyes, is good. It's good. I like the way the story's unfolding so far. I'm almost done with it, I think. But in it, of course, has a little bit of wokeness in it. Not a whole lot. In fact, I would even consider it old-fashioned old by now because it has... I don't want to ruin it for you. <laughs> If you do decide to listen to it or read it, but um, it has, oh, oh hell, I'll just tell you, one of the main character sister ends up being a lesbian. Okay, so what? And it the way it was written in, you know, they kind of tricked you at first, leading you to, to think that her sister fell for a guy because the name was Eddie. The name was short for Edwina. But anyway, the way they, the way she introduced the character and the way the character came out to her family was totally great. Well done, tastefully done, very, very nice. So to me, that was not a big deal. However, I was reading a different book. I don't think, I don't think it had anything to do with gayness, this other book. I don't think so anyway. The part that I had stopped reading it at, and I didn't stop reading this particular, this other particular book called The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley, or I think is her name. Uh, and it was good up to a certain extent. And then, I don't know, it was the end of the day, end of the work day. And I, you know, t turned it off at this particular scene. And I just never picked it back up. And it was, I think they were in the sex toy store buying sex toys. And I'm like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't even think it was, I don't even think it was gay. I think it was heterosexual. I'm not sure. Because I don't remember that much about it because I just turned, tuned it out. But I, I don't want to see, I don't want to hear that kind of stuff. You know, I'm, I'm old fashioned. I'm 55 years old. I want to read regular books. I don't want to hear about your wokeism. I don't want to hear about stuff being forced upon, you know, the society and anything like that. I just, to me, it, it's forced and it doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem authentic. I'll put it that way. If you want to write about it, fine. I guess I don't have to read it, but that's where I come into the dilemma. Can they not separate and categorize these books? You know, when I try to search for them on Audible, not I don't even have Audible. I have the other one. 
the one that comes with Apple. Uh, audiobooks, I think, is just what it's called. But anyway, I'm going off on a rant. I didn't mean to go off on that particular area. So anyway, let me stop for now. I have a 5K coming up tomorrow morning, and I will come back tomorrow and let you know how that went. Wish me luck. It's my first 5K in 10 years, probably. Now, I've been practicing. I've been training, so I'm okay. I know I'm going to have to walk some. It's all right. I I just want to finish. My goal is to finish in under an hour. (laughs) I did two miles the other day outside, and I did it in 28 minutes, so I think I can do it. I think I can do it. Maybe I'll push it. I'll say 50 minutes. How about that? We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be warm. I'm the, I've been running and training indoors on a treadmill in the air conditioned. So, and I've been doing it with the Peloton app. So someone is on the screen talking to me, therefore distracting me. So it will be a little different tomorrow. I'm sure the treadmill indoors. AC has spoiled me or tricked me into thinking I'm a good runner. It'll be uh, interesting tomorrow. But the thing is that it's not out on the open road. It's actually on our little greenway. So it's it'll be fun. You know, it'll be fun. I know I'm going to have to walk. It'll be, it'll, I'm going to take my new earbuds and all that. So um, my Raycons came in finally after a fiasco with that. But, uh, I'll let you know. I'll check back in tomorrow with you, so don't go anywhere. Stand by. Tomorrow we'll be here in just a second. Well, alrighty then. I just finished the 5K, Firecracker 5K. Uh, It's just a local community run here in South Huntsville, sponsored by a church. It was a lot of fun. We ran it on part of the Greenway here in South Huntsville, so I did get to run in some shade, but let me tell you, it was so humid, hot. We started at 8 o'clock, and and so I had a, a goal of doing it under 50 minutes, and I did it in 44.52, so not bad for being so hot, and you know, I've been spoiled by running on the treadmill indoors training <laughs> on the treadmill inside with AC. But it was fun, and now I'm driving home. I don't know what we're going to do today. I have some uh, finished up some laundry. I finished The Offer, the show from Paramount Plus, I think it is, called The Offer. And it was a show about the making of The Godfather, 10 episodes. It was really good. It's a fool on a bicycle out on the road. Anyway, all right, so that's it for now. That was my first 5K in probably a good 10 years. I'm going to sign up to do a whole lot more running with my sister. She did her Independence Day run up where she is in Ohio. She had to actually drive like two hours away for one of hers, for her run. Where she lives in Ohio, they don't, it's kind of spread out and they don't have a lot of big running community. It's like in a rural area, so she has to usually drive a few hours away for her 5Ks that she does. But, uh, yeah, I had fun, and I will do another one for sure. I feel really good. feel pretty good. Oh, my gosh. My husband is out. <laughs> my husband's out on the porch greeting me when I'm pulling, when I'm pulling in saying, You're all winners. <laughs> okay, I got to go. Uh, don't go anywhere. Stand by. I'll be right back. 
All right. Well, we're back, and I wanted to close out this episode real quick with a, another clip. Uh, we are in bed, getting ready to go to bed. It's only, what, uh, 7.16 in the evening. But we, get, our bedtime. but we get up early in the morning. But I wanted to say goodbye to, the, to this episode. When I came home this morning from my firecracker run, my husband was preparing breakfast for me. Yes. Do you want to tell them what you did? did we, he prepared a breakfast that we never had before. So I'm going to let him tell you about it. Well, I was given some fresh tomatoes at work yesterday, and I came home and made a pasta dish, which is just tomatoes, basil, garlic, olive oil, red peppers sitting in a in just a bowl and letting those flavors, and then you throw pasta in, you stir it up, and you eat it. Well, we had leftover pasta, and I had seen someone making a pasta dish in the morning where they took their old pasta, which was you know mushrooms and tomatoes, and then warming that through and then putting eggs in it and making it like a somewhat of a frittata type thing. So we did that for breakfast this morning, and it was with a little Italian seasoning, and it was interesting. It was something that we decided that if you went to Italy and you ordered something for breakfast, this is something you might get, and it's not what you're going to get every day, but you're scared to send it back because you might get a squid on your plate coming back to you. <laughs> so it was interesting, and it was decent, and we enjoyed it. Yeah, it was very good. It was surprisingly good. But what surprised me even more was we had the French leftover French bread and with butter yeah, warmed up and honey on it. And it, the honey with the French bread with the frittata-type thing was really, really good. It was interesting. It was not a typical—you would not go to— the anywhere anywhere in the United States, you wouldn't go anywhere in the probably the world and find what we had. But it was so unique, you would definitely wouldn't go to Cracker Barrel and say, you know, I want a leftover uh, pasta a la cake. Yeah, fried egg frittata. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if we're pronouncing it right, but the it's original cake. the original pasta dish that he was talking about. I got from Nora Ephron's novel called Heartburn. It was a recipe in that book, and we made it one day, and it was just absolutely delicious. I loved it. It's called Linguini Alla. And it's pronounced KK. KK C E C C A. Uh-huh. Okay, well, and it's. I, saw, a- I read, I was reading about it, and I saw the pronunciation. I went, oh, that's weird. Okay. But it's KK. Okay. Well, there you K- go. KK, yeah. Well, there you have it. Okay. Well, we're going to end it now. It's been 15 minutes, and you guys have a good week, and I'll be back next week. Great pasta dish. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy.